Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 286. We're talking handmade puff. What the hell is a handmade puff? We're going to find out. We're talking to Eric Davies once again with Puff Truck Pizza in Elburn, Illinois. This is Best Served New Volume 3, Episode 3 of 8. All right, focused on, for us, what's on the menu. Get clear on what's on the menu. We're going to talk about menu story today with Eric, really focusing on, I believe that every menu item that's on your menu needs to have a 250-word article that you can write about it because it has that depth and meaning to you to your team, to your community. So we're going to get into that a little bit. I uh, want to bring in Eric now. Eric, good to see you. Hey, Chef. How are you? I am doing well. I'm excited about this. You know, you just said it, Chef. Like, I get fired up to talk about food. I'm I'm so fundamentally compelled by the people. Absolutely. Yet, I still just love talking food. I love geeking out on food. So you and I are going to get into that a little bit. And I want to be inspired, like we all do, by the food that we eat. And then we want it to just be simple and delicious and straightforward so you kind of have to hold that contradiction i want you to inspire me and like set me into a mood into a place take me somewhere and then i don't want to have to think too hard after that and i just want to eat and enjoy it right so you have to like balance those two things so that's what we're going to get into but before we get into that as always i want to just touch base on last week with building the customer archetypes finding elburn illinois was so important to you to this journey, really understanding that. And we got to you know, talk about Ray. I was so happy that there was a specific person. And this is Ray right here, blue collar lunch customer, right? We broke down the characteristics, you know, like to spend out time outside, outdoors, you know, snowmobiling, some of those type of things, and wants to really have that value. There was also that interesting kind of status uh, increase that uh, bringing the food to the boss and the co-workers kind of put him a little bit on a pedestal and you were part of that and then also kind of construction mechanic blue collar you know and that income range so kind of broke that down so we can pop that off there sophie but want to just kind of see that visual you're going to build more of these you might even find that the blue collar lunch customer maybe is two or three different subsets so just stay in that space of really thinking uh about them that have you have you seen Ray since we've been in this process? Yeah, he came in for lunch uh, yesterday for his usual. Uh, I didn't get a whole lot of chance to speak with him. We were a little bit busy, but uh, yeah, he'll probably be in uh, this afternoon. So <laughs> I like both of those things. I like that Ray was in, and I like that you were very busy. That you yeah. maybe didn't have as much time to speak to Ray. All right, well, make sure make sure when you talk to Ray, you let him know about this. That uh, the once a month he gets on Facebook. Spend a moment to watch that yeah. episode and check this out, you know, and even, uh, you know, again, get that status increase, be able to show it to the boss and stuff. Be like, hey, you're even mentioned in this yeah. episode. How cool is that? So awesome. I love that. So once again, in this episode, get clear on what's on the menu, right? Your menu story is going to be something that drives everything, that drives every direction, every 
every marketing element, every opportunity to engage and interact with Ray and everybody else that's a part of your community. And as you scale, that's going to be fundamentally important how you understand that. So we're going to dig into that today. And, you know, like you've been going through this process, kind of filling out these forms. We're focused on language with the item descriptions. I mentioned I want you to be able to write an article, which you did last week, wrote an article about Elburn, Illinois. I want you to be able to write an article about every single dish. And then you take this big story and you scale it down and down and down to 140 characters or whatever you need it to be to fit wherever you need it to fit. The sentiment and the focus stays the same. So I want to start off with just like, Tell us in your words. I know you've answered it a million times. A handmade puff. What the hell yeah. is a handmade puff? So a handmade puff is our uh, quick version of pizza. It's this. It's the item that started all for us on the food truck. Um, it's kind of the inspiration that came in my head. Of, like we can make this dish and make it really great. Um, sometimes it's kind of an afterthought for folks. Like right. uh, in the Chicago area, um, you can get kind of a frozen frozen version of of a pizza pocket in every like ice cream shop or every hot dog stand. Right. It's like the afterthought thing that you might get for your kid. So they could have a bite of pizza while you get something else. So uh, for us, uh, we wanted to take something that is kind of an afterthought and make it the forefront and put a lot of effort and make it really, really great. Um, so that's what we do. We take fresh uh, pizza dough that um, we mix here on site every day. And then we uh, form it into a little circle, and then we put some pizza ingredients inside, fold that bad boy in half, we deep fry it for a couple of minutes, and that's literally all it takes is like three minutes maximum, three, four minutes for that guy to cook up golden brown. Uh, we pull it up out of there, and we top it with garlic butter and Parmesan, and um, it comes out piping hot uh, on the inside, super delicious, super fresh. Uh, when we're handing it to you, you're getting it within seconds of coming out of that deep fryer. It's the fastest, freshest, and funnest way to have pizza in our opinion. Okay. I like it. You have clearly, that, that feels like you've told that about 3,712 <laughs> times over the last four years. So I can, I can definitely appreciate that. Uh, and, uh, I, you, you showed right before we went on that you got one. So like, let's, yeah. and we'll show a picture here in a minute, but, but you got it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yes. All right. I want to show people. There we go. Sophie's on it. Uh, open it up. I want to see what's inside of it. Let's take a look sure. at that real quick. Uh, kind of like a half moon sandwich here we, yep. we, don't, skip, we don't skip on the parm too because uh we like to because why would you yeah and we're gonna see if i can get a cheese pole going here hey there we go that's what i'm talking about that's kind of hungry so nice i felt like it was going to be one of those bourdain shows where he goes fishing and they never catch anything and then they have the prop fish but that was perfect cheese spread right there. That looked like whatever they do in commercials that's not actually cheese that has the perfect cheese pull. That looked really, really nice. It's, okay. it's, kind, of, it's kind of funny you say that because my uh, my little my son mentions every time I put something like that together, he's like, Dad, it looks like the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good place to be for sure. So, yeah, it's, it's visually appealing and, and it's tasty as heck. So. Good. I like that. I also like that it's it's versatile in the sense that uh, you can kind of get whatever you want inside of it. You know, my first instinct was like, okay, I see a little bit of an empanada. It feels like if you're an Italian and pizza and stuff that feels like calzone, but it's deep fried. So there's a little bit of that. So just understanding that it's kind of this very malleable pocket. So basically you have your dough locked in, your frying process, you seal it properly. That is key. Yep. But then you're also, you can put sweet and savory stuff in there as well so i think that there's something to that there which i think is super important so i like it yeah we I kind of we kind of in uh 
encourage our guests to like inspire their own creation inside yeah. of it, right? So we've got folks putting barbecue pulled pork and nacho cheese and beans and stuff, making it a taco one. Uh, we have done dessert ones before we put Nutella inside. So like you say, sweet and savory. Yeah. It's kind of like this ultimate platform for anything that you could think of uh, as a dish, uh, you know, anything that you could make, you could turn it into a sandwich, you could turn it into one of these. So um, it's uh, it's really universal for us. I like it. And now looking at that, Sophie popped up that picture. I actually want to take this in reverse a little bit. I want to talk, talk on the story, but I want to think about this a little bit, especially the cheese pull. And then looking at that picture, I have some ideas that I want to dig into. And then we'll talk about the language around it. But this idea of visual identity is so, so important, right? You have to really represent yourself at every moment, every touch point, every interaction, and that visual medium is so important, especially now as we're so digital. And as you're thinking about scaling this, going from the, the pizza truck and the uh, storefront, looking at different markets, and we'll talk about that more as we as we develop in this program, but your visual identity. There's a couple of vulnerabilities that I see in the visual side of this is one, looking at that picture, there's a lot of beige on there, right? Like it's, it's beige on beige on beige. And then you have the cheese kind of on everything. And I love the look of, of kind of that puff. I also recognize like the magic is on the inside, right? The magic is on the inside. So I want to think about your, your brand from a position of kind of what you're putting out there, what's on the menu and focusing that. And it feels like when you did that cheese pull, I, I like got goosebumps. I'm fired up. Like that's what I'm all about. All about that. The look on the outside, I like it because there's kind of this like, oh, I can't wait to see what's on the inside. So there's this little bit of anticipation that builds. I like that. I don't want to lose that. I also want to take people through the journey and the journey feels like that. That's going to be that enticing moment and picture. So I see, you know, I see you needing more video content okay. to layer on top of photo to show people breaking that open, the look on their face, like it's very interactive. So I really want to be thinking about that. Is that something that you're already kind of doing, something you're thinking about, something you're aware of? Give me your thoughts on um, that visual identity. I mean, we, some of our other, I mean, that was specifically made for Instagram, right? So it's yeah. supposed to be um, a visual picture. That picture is also used on some of our third-party apps. It's like, this is, so it kind of does some of that explaining work for me, right? It shows you exactly what it this is. going to get. It's yeah. deep fried, it's golden, it's topped with all that parm. Like it looks like a good value because um, we're not skimping on the on the good stuff, like I said. So uh, the inside <clears throat> inside part has always kind of been a challenge for us um, because like once it's cooked up and sealed like that, you have no idea what's inside there. So right, we right. sometimes will have that challenge if someone orders a specific item and once it's closed, we have to remember which one is there. So maybe someone doesn't want meat. We accidentally give them one with meat. So yeah. there's... That, that's a little bit of a tricky thing for us that we're that we're you know still trying to trying to work out a little bit. But um, as far as like getting video content, um, that's always been a little bit tricky for us because we're specifically on the on the food truck. We're usually you know so busy inside there we can't really leave the truck to take to take photos or videos of our of our customers. I have a great photo from outside the truck of a, a bunch of folks waiting in line in the snow yeah. <laughs> to yeah. kind of show how dedicated they are to to uh, to, to wait for something that that's this delicious. But, um, but yeah, I definitely agree that we could use some more, you know, some of that more like maybe, you know, short TikTok type of uh, yep. things actually on our TikTok, we were doing a, a Berea taco. Uh, it was kind of a real popular item. And I made a real quick, like 40 second video of like step-by-step step, real quick, how it's made ends in the very end of me dunking that taco. Dunkin', and it falling, yeah. 
being a big cheese bowl. So there's there's some of those avenues that we are just starting to explore, like the other social medias like TikTok and whatnot that can really help us there. Yeah, let's let's uh this this will be a challenge. We'll we'll offline this a little bit, but I think getting that quintessential video and starting with just I think a, a just a TikTok on your phone type thing, 37 seconds. I think the under yeah. one minute is perfect. Just kind of showing it. Maybe it's like it's like stop action of the process of of dough, rolling dough, stuffing dough, frying out, parmesan, yeah, getting blasted all over it, the open reveal the steam, the cheese pull, just like bam, 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 bam to like whatever trendy song is hot right now. I yeah. think that there's, I think that there's something that the people are going to feel the whole experience in 37 seconds is going to be powerful. And I think from that, you'll, you will just get a sense of like the emotional pull when you see that video and any moment that you're like, Ooh, in a video, you want to also then as a brand capture that as a still image. So through video, it'll inform photo as well i think it's a very very good way to go about so let's 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 leave it at that we'll get yeah. back to that maybe we'll show people a, a quick little video next week i think it'd be a fun thing so sure. uh you know even it's steaming in the snow like let's go it's chicago <laughs> in winter time i love it so Absolutely. all right let's get into the language specifically so i want to read this you kind of broke down your description uh, the item that started this whole crazy ride, a handmade puff is a deep fried pocket sandwich made with real pizza dough stuffed with melty mozzarella, our famous pizza sauce and our choice and your choice of fresh meats and veggies handmade when you order and top with savory garlic butter and Parmesan cheese. Our puff is the hottest, fastest, freshest way to eat pizza. All right. So you you kind of said that almost almost verbatim. It's very much like the the pitch, the elevator pitch that you have for that brand. And I think it I think it expresses everything that people are going to get. Now, at the end, I really like because the, the beginning of the end, I, I like the most because I think it, it expresses how I'm going to feel when I get it. And so that's really where I want to like pull at those threads. Like, what are people going to feel when they when they interact with that product? And you know, the example that I use a lot, shout out to, to Tom Concanon at Old School Heroes, you know, very, very old school, been in the industry a long time, kind of tight lipped, you know, I have to like pull a lot to get like a story out of him. And he does, you know, hero sandwiches opening soon, hero sandwiches. And like, that's iconic. Yet a lot of people do that. And so I was like, there has to be something personal. And finally, he talked about this place, uh, my hero in New York, where he grew up. When he was 13 years old, he had the meatball hero sub and it like changed his life. And now years and years later, he is starting a business around that. And I'm like the the hook, because that's what you're looking for is a hook, is the 13 year old meatball sub every kid will remember for the rest of their life. You know, let me try that again. The meatball sub every 13 year old kid will remember for the rest of their life. Right away, you said a like, wow, I am I am on a journey that started with you and this business and your life when you were a 13-year-old kid and 40 years later you're here that's the kind of compelling thing that I want to find for what you're what you're doing and so I want to like really think about that let's go the the crazy ride something that started that mm -hmm. the freshest hottest way give me some of that let's not worry about what's inside of it give me some of that we need to find that nucleus because that's what everything is built upon so so let's let's wrap about that real quick what do you think sure. So, um, so kind of the, what you just talked about, about the, the meatball sub is, uh, my experience was, was 
sort of similar to that. Um, the inspiration behind the, the truck itself and a lot of the recipes was from uh, the place that uh, my friends and I used to frequent back in our college days. It's kind of a cheap, quick, fast um, bunch of, it was fried dough nugs, basically. And we also served that uh, pretty similar item to that today. Um, so th some of those were the funnest experiences I can remember being a kind of a, a youngster, my first uh, little bit of experience of freedom there and uh, some bunch of camaraderie with my buddies and stuff. So um, we would eat those dough nuggets all the time. And, and like I said, they were uh, fast and cheap and quick. So um, that's kind of the where, uh, that's kind of the foundation of what gave me the idea to, to make yep. uh, the pizza puff. And like almost half of my menu there is from that place that we used to go to. So um, it became where that place went out of business. I would make these things at home because I remember how delicious they were. And then eventually I was like, I've got to make a place that makes these. So eventually we, you know, started up the food truck and started making that exact thing. And it was a hit. And so, I mean, I knew it was going to be, I knew it was good from when I would eat it before. I knew that people would like it because it had, had kind of a universal taste to it. So, um, so that's kind of our backstory there as far as like the inspiration of where the recipe comes from and yeah. where, like, you know, like, that kind of come to fruition story. I like that. I remember you, I remember you touched on that a little bit. And right now that I'm framed up, that's exactly what we need is you are taking and transporting people back to their own memory mm -hmm. through your memories. And I think that's something important. So now I want to go there. There's something there that you want to really pull on like that cheese. Like you want that to be a, like a really, really long thread that goes deep, goes very deep and touches people right here and so it's it's kind of like this, like, you know, eat like a child with grown up ingredients, you know, like there's something there like that you want to pull on. You want to take people back to that place instantly. Yeah. The second they look at the dish, the second that they read about the dish, the second that they see the dish in front of them, they eat it, all of it. It all needs to map to like the most singular point possible. And that is the most singular point possible that you know, you all got together and had that experience and it's memorable, you know, and now when you get together with your friends, I'm sure it's like a must. It's like Eric has to make the fried nug because <laughs> we all need to be transcended back to that place. That's what food can do. So I want you to really, really think about that. It, it is, it's that childhood memory. Childhood memories are the best food memories and they are why they are so quintessential to us. It's why, you know, the smell of grandma's house is so memorable to you. And so I want you to think about taking people there. And for you, it's fun, it's fast, it's loose. It also helps kind of define your language a little bit. You want to think about that. Like, what is that experience? You want fun. You've said it time and time again. So for you, it's that childlike enthusiasm. The first time you ever had this dish and you said, wait a minute, that hits different. That is something that I want to like really explore. And all of a sudden my life is focused around that moment, that memory, I can even yeah. see in you that you're like, yes, that don't ever lose sight of that. And don't ever let your language not map towards that. That's going to be the focus. So yeah, you know, I threw it out there just off the, off the cuff, but like childhood memories with growing up ingredients, because you're trying to do things different. It's handmade every time. Yeah. Right. Quality cheese, right. I could tell that was quality cheese because otherwise it's just oils. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't stick together because it's just like a grease pit, right? Right. Yeah. Cheap, low fat cheese, right? Yep. And 
that's what you want to like really focus on because you are creating the quality, the value, and the memory. Those feel like the three things you need to be able to communicate at at every single point. You want, you know, and then you, and then you get crafty with the marketing. Then you make sure that the language really pops, right? I, I think about like, like what's the jingle? <laughs> and it, that is, that's word of mouth. That's what somebody says about your dish to somebody else. And I say the jingle because some of the, the best of them are ones that are like silly yet memorable, right? You talk about the yellow and red guys. Well, they've done it better than most. Two all beef patties, special sauce, onions, cheese, pickles on a sesame seed bun. Like, I think that came out in like 1984. And I still remember it. People remember things like that. So I want to really have you like think about that. It's the memory. It's the moment. It's the jingle. It's it's catchy. It's something that other people can repeat, that Ray can repeat to yeah. his coworkers, to his boss and all of that. So I want you to look really, really dig into that. So now we went from your memory to kind of this language. Is that resonating with you? Do you feel like you already kind of see how you might be able to kind of take the language you currently have, which is good and make it more direct, more personal, more enticing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, like we are kind of talking about those customer archetypes, right? So we, uh, we, already kind of try to do that in a certain way, but making it more personal, like you're saying, I think is is really good advice there for us to kind of resonate with folks on that same, you know, it's it's like, I don't know if you know the movie Ratatouille, but the, at the moment where the food critic eats it and he flashes back to when he was a little kid, it's like that same kind of moment. If we can have that moment with folks, um, and then, you know, to me, that's really valuable, um, and it's probably gonna make them come back for it, so. I mean, absolutely. No matter how jaded in life, or how curmudgeon old food critic you are, whatever your version in life of that is, food can take you back to a moment of, of joy, of peace, of whatever that is for you. That is the most powerful thing. There's an interesting contradiction, Eric, that you're going to have to hold, that we all hold. I truly believe that if you feed somebody, you can change their day. They can have a shit day, and in one moment, their day can be changed. And if you change one day of somebody's life, I think you can change their perspective and trajectory and that, thereby changing their entire life. And if you change one person's life, two people, five people, 10, 100 people, you can change the world. And so you change a day, you change a life, you change the world. I believe that. And at the same time, it's just food. Like, don't overthink it. Just be humble and be of service. And that seems like a contradiction. We're talking about changing the world. I want to be inspired. And I want to just feel like this is fun and delicious. And I don't have to think too hard as well. You have to hold that contradiction. And that is really fucking challenging, my friend, (laughs) especially when your livelihood and your family and your son, like all of those are at play. That's that's the life you chose because you're an entrepreneur. So I want you to really, really pull at those threads. Be humble and be inspirational and have what you're doing be aspirational at the same time it's it's not easy (laughs) i say it like this that is the most difficult thing if you do that well and you make good food like look the food better be good and on point and consistent and you better not give me a pocket that has meat in it when i order the nutella yeah you better figure that out yeah yeah you need to hold those two contradictions and put them on a pedestal and celebrate them so that's really the focus. You feel like that gives you a g- good ammunition to kind of think about the puff, think about your item descriptions, think about what's on the menu, 
even differently than you already are and kind of really, really craft that story? Yeah, I mean, I, you're giving me some some good insight here on, on how to, you know, like on how to make those more personal and to how to how to build it into an experience and how to, um, you know, even even if it's just the, the intent and I don't know how to do it yet. Now I know that that's the goal. Right. So, yes. Oh, intent is everything. Intent is everything. We're going to we're going to mess up. You're not going to send out the right order. You're not going to talk about it specifically. You're going to leave money on the table. You're going to miss opportunities to connect with a new audience. You're going to put your foot in your mouth. All these things are going to happen. When is the only question and to what degree? They're going to happen. It's it's yeah. a business. It's a human business. It's transactional with so, you know, you need to do 147 covers a day at $14 average to be able to make the business work. Like it's going to happen your intent matters because it gives you something that both anchors you, right? That's the, it's just food. You got to be anchored and grounded. Mm -hmm. And then you have the change the world and that's aspirational North star stuff. So as long as your intent is to be those in their purest form and the most authentic way that you can, then it allows you to always come back to that center. And so that's the focus. Yeah, absolutely. This is what you need to do. Uh, because otherwise you're just you're spinning your wheels and i know you feel that sometimes we all feel that when we've had businesses where it's just like god i just why don't they get it and it's like because yeah. you haven't taken the time to like really communicate it and changing a couple words because your intent is there and you understand how to connect to that moment where you had the fried nugs people will feel that they will absolutely feel that and that's what people are looking for now now more than ever so yeah, that's your mission, man. That's what you're gonna work on. So let's uh, let's go at that language again with the puff. Let's pull at that a little bit. Uh, let's talk about the video, like that. Pull at it a little bit. Come on, yeah. Dad <laughs> jokes over here. Uh, so let's let's those two things: a video that really shows the visual identity. I like that a lot, and the story that's personal that takes people back to childlike memories, fun, enthusiastic in that direct and meaningful and personal way. And I think you got, I think you got a really good foundation to build upon. I love it, man. I think, I think what you're all saying is true. I, uh, the challenge behind it that I see is how do you, how do you keep doing that when it's your 24th, 12 hour day in a row and you haven't had a day off, you know, like, and you're just trying to keep the place alive. Um, that's the, to me, that's some of the challenges to finding is to be able to focus on that balance, right. Of, yeah. um, of the, the the fatigue of running a business and the the kind of spark behind you to to have that aspiration. It's, yeah, it's a little bit of the challenge there. It's a huge. It's the biggest challenge, <laughs> right? It's because we just we especially in this industry we just keep running through the same wall again and again and again and don't look to open the door that's right there. You know, yeah. and, and it's it's there's so much of that, and we're such hard workers. Like if we don't bleed out of our eyeballs, we don't respect it. And that is both strength and huge weakness and vulnerability, right? And so that really has become like my role. I like I have succeeded and failed so many times. I've closed so many businesses. I had great ideas and I couldn't figure out the way. And what I recognized is I was just squeezing it too tight. I was squeezing it too tight. And I thought that if I was able to be all of these things as a chef, as an owner, I, I would succeed. But the reality is like, for me, I recognize that I'm just different. What I want is different. And be, the day-to-day -day grind of the operations was just not me. And what I recognize now is like, I still 
have lots of ego and bravado and think that I have great ideas. The reality is I don't. All I do is try to find people to struggle with. I still want to go to the Hall of Fame, Eric. I just won't do it as a player. I'm hoping I can do it as a coach. And so my job is to inspire you to this week just do two things. Make a 37-second video and write 47 to 64 words about why the handmade puff matters and i will have accomplished everything i want to accomplish with you right and so that's my job is when the shit's hitting the fan and you're working those hours and it's negative 14 27 feels like wind chill factor in chicago area that you're able to grind out one more video one more paragraph it, it could change everything truly believe that man absolutely so, you game I'm down. All right, let's do that. So that was a great. This was I really appreciate this. I feel like we're really like peeling back some layers and digging deep here. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to do that with you. So that is it for today. I'm gonna let you get back to it. Uh, eat the re rest of that puff. That looks <laughs> that looks super good, my friend. I'm hungry. And uh, I'm hungry. You, have, you have a great day. We'll uh, check in with you next week. All right. Thank you, Chef. All right. Cheers. All right, everybody. Eric Davies of Puff Truck Pizza, Elburn, Illinois. That was great. It's really all about that aspirational being North Star and grounded. What's on the menu? Yes, as a chef, I want to develop recipes. I want to have technique. It's really the story. It has to be the story. The food is just the extension of that. We as chefs, we as restaurant people are purely communicators. We just happen to use food, beverage, hospitality as the medium. That's what we're trying to get across. Uh, next week's episode, definitely tune into that. I'm talking micromanaging to empowering with our friend Jordan Bush, CEO and founder of Seven Shifts, who's underwritten this whole series. So appreciate that. And Eric will be uh, interacting with Jordan next week where we're going to really talk about how we empower our people as we, as Eric is looking to scale. So that is it for today's episode. Thanks to all of you for tuning in to Best Served Podcast 286, learning a little bit more about a handmade puff, but more importantly, why a handmade puff matters to Eric Davies and Puff Truck Pizza. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.